Iceberg, the podcast where five friends discuss the oddities of life, social norms, and the society we participate in. I'm this week's host, Megan, and I'm joined by... Nathan. Emma. Chase. And Clark. And this week, we'll be talking about reality TV shows. Because I've been watching a lot of Big Brother, <laughs> so it's been on the brain. <laughs> um, Big so I Brother guess... is watching you as you watch Big Brother. Always. You know they had to they have to pay royalties to George Orwell for every episode. Are you shitting me? Why did they just yeah, for the use of Big Brother? That seems like that 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 seems like such an easy option. Like I understand the concept yeah, it's is in like the credits. an on like an omnipotent <laughs> person is watching you, but I feel like people will still get the concept if you just change it. You know, like unseen. What God would you change it to? Big big just, camera bully in the back would, watches you no. while you fight with other people? That's a terrible TV like, show like name. Unseen. Voyeurism the show? Uh, unseen no. or something like that. You know? or uh, Voyeurism but not in a sexual way. On yeah. TBS every <laughs> Tuesday night. That's not that's not catchy. Nobody would watch that show. That's what I'm saying. But the fact that, hold on, did George Orwell just be like, Big Brother, oh wait, TM, 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 that's mine. Well, it's probably, I don't know if he actually specifically like See, you know, I might just copyright that. It's probably just because the book itself. I think is I definitely think that they just say this is not in any way affiliated with George Orwell's 1984. I think that's <laughs> what the end. I thought that it was credited yeah. at the very end. There, there are some sad sack out it. there watching this, thinking that it's actually like an interpretation of the book, and they're like, "Wow, <laughs> you're right. This okay. is a very dark version of society that we're looking at right now." Okay, maybe I'm just completely wrong. I thought they were crediting it at the end. Nathan's probably right. He pays closer attention. Yeah, they're actually still paying George Orwell's estate for the usage. Either way, it's at the end of every episode. George Orwell is dead, right? Like, he's still alive? Okay. (laughs) He's fully not breathing. What's your first thought when you hear reality television? Like, what's the first thing you trash. think of? I was yes. going to say Cringe. garbage, but trash works as well. <laughs> Vapid content. Ooh. ooh, vocabulary. Damn, hit me with it. <laughs> Except, ooh. Yeah, dude, Got I those try to, $5 I try to keep it words. Hit me with I those love synonyms, Vapid. baby. Damn. <laughs> 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 um, when I think of reality TV shows, I just think of like the Real Housewives. And when I say cringy, it's I can't make it through an episode of that show without cringing really hard because it is just the way these women act in public. I couldn't survive. I, I, I'd rather die than do what they do for a living. Yeah. So it's really interesting because, you know, you have a lot of reality TV shows like Real Housewives, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. The Bachelor, you know, all of those that are definitely geared towards women. Mm-hmm. Um, but in a poll that Morning Consult did, all of those shows had negative favorability in women. Huh. Interesting. Like, all wow. of those that were geared towards women had net negative favorability. I would never have guessed that. For the net women who negative. responded to the poll. Wow. So it's just the guys jerking it then. Well, <laughs> I mean, be. well, I mean, I feel like it's one of those things that you watch because you hate it. You know, like I feel like a lot of people are like, "You, I hate that. I'm gonna watch this for ten hours and just be angry at it." It's like hedonistic. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> I you're, guess so. You're I like, mean, ah, I hate my eyes. Don't like this. Keep watching. <laughs> 
Well, for me, it's just like they live such unrealistic lives that so few people can relate to. Dude, how the fuck? They fight for no reason. It's not efficient. I just, for me, it's the it's the most anti-relatable thing I've ever seen, and I I just get annoyed. How the fuck did they get the name of reality TV when it is about as far detached from reality as you can get without, you know? Going into the fucking fantasy genre, <laughs> like yeah. I mean, it, I think it's I think it's considered that way because it's like technically supposed to be unscripted. But I think that's like one of my main hatred points toward it is that it's it's clearly like not like maybe not scripted, but it's it's got talking points. Like they tell people like yeah. this is like your conflict right now. Like this yeah. is what you're doing and- because nobody. I don't think anyone in this world could be angry at someone that much of the time or a group like of people I, yeah no i swear lord of the rings was more fucking realistic than half the shit the kardashians do so like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah like the the, the the claws are coming out in both instances you know the, they definitely put these people in situate like producers put these people in situations to get better television out of it yeah right because no producer is going to sit there and want to be working on a tv show that's not going to do well True. Um, I think going back just a little bit to how realistic is reality TV, I almost feel like it's pseudo-realistic. So, like, what I mean by that is it's set in a world that people obviously live in, right? It's set in the real world, and that's enough for them to call it reality TV. But for the people that are watching, it's almost like an escapism sort of thing, where... They can live, since these people are living in the real world and they're experiencing these things for the people that are watching, it could be for them like, oh, these things are happening. That's so crazy. Like, I can't believe it. That's awesome that I live in the same world that these things are happening. And so it could, I don't know, maybe that's where some of the draw comes for it. You know, I just don't know if I want to live in the same world that the Jersey Shore lived in you know <laughs> like right that just, and that's just I like mean, not hygienic <laughs> that, <laughs> that's totally your prerogative but i think for like the base audience for these tv shows that's probably where a lot of it comes from yeah that's fair i can i can totally get behind that and honestly this is a very weird parallel to draw but just the fact of this like pseudo reality I, I mean run with me on this but like i'm right now equating reality tv with wwe wrestling like it's this it's everybody <laughs> yeah. that's watching it is watching it for this conflict even though they know it's con- like in the back of their mind they know it's fake like they're just they're watching these people fight because it's like this like this exhilarating experience to try to like put themselves out of their own body and kind of just like they get to like yell at something and you know get to ha- like watch these feuds unfold even though they're like they know they're fake and so to totally. me wrestling equals the real housewives you know <laughs> same thing <laughs> <laughs> and so kind of going back to the point like why it's called reality television or like reality shows uh, one of the first shows that like was considered quote unquote reality TV was from 1973 oh my god um, and it was called yeah it was called an american family and it was it just followed this one family in california so like very keeping up with the kardashians esque like that kind of style just, like, showing what they're doing. Um, and it was, you know, intended just to show, like, oh, this is the life of an upper-middle-class family. Yay. <laughs> it was meant to be, like, a mini docu series almost, from what I understand about it. But then 
there was a lot of family drama that happened and was all caught on camera. Um, Like, we saw the divorce of the parents. They got divorced live on air, if you will. Um, (laughs) Doing it live on air. Ending our marriage. Um, Yeah, one of the sons came out as gay while the show was filming. So there was a lot of, you know, in 1973, that was... Yeah, a big. big yeah. Um, so it went from kind of being this showcase of what an upper middle class family is to let's watch all of this family's drama. Um, and so it was actually one of the inspirations for the real world on MTV. Uh, let's put all these people in a house and see what drama happens. Um, so I think that's kind of where a lot of that style of reality TV stems from. I think people realized, like, hey, we can just put a bunch of people in a house and let them, let them go at it, see what happens. Yeah. My question is, though, like, how do these things get selected? Because, you know, obviously, like, after seasons and seasons and seasons, people have become invested in them enough to be like, oh, well, we know how their lives work. But it's like, how do you go to, like, uh, a network or something? Or how does a network come to you and go, you know what? You seem somewhat interesting enough that we would like to do an entire show where we just follow you around with the camera. Like how does, like, where is the, where is like the, the, the point where someone's just like, you look like you so, have a, a messed up life. Let's follow you around. <laughs> so I think it's to some extent, probably just throwing shit at a wall and seeing yeah. what sticks. Right. <laughs> yes. Because all of you have, to think TV. of you have to think of how many different, if we're even if we're just thinking in the vein of like Real Housewives, how many different kinds of shows there are, right? There's the Breaking Amish show that follows an Amish community. There's all these different sort of like hunting esque shows, Duck Dynasty, like yeah, Duck That's Dynasty yeah, yeah. or the Alaskan Bush People. Yeah, oh, yeah, and, yeah. And, my and mom likes uh, that one. <laughs> you know, Deadliest Catch and stuff like that, which is yeah, Deadliest Catch, absolutely. And then there's stuff like Storage Wars. That's so true. Yeah, <laughs> you can take any any profession and turn it into a reality TV show. Yeah. So if oh, your yeah. profession is mildly interesting on camera, then I think it's probably been attempted to be converted into a reality TV. I feel show. like there's you know? like a, um, especially like with the last like couple you mentioned, there's like a um, a sense of like almost reward i guess for like watching there's like a lot of suspense like manufactured of course but built into the shows um and one i think like i don't know because occasionally you know i'll see my mom watching some sort of um reality television or whatever it's no and normally i'm like ah this again and i just keep walking but (laughs) like um you know like with storage wars whenever they're like ah what's in here and then it's like find out after these commercials and then like five minutes of commercials <laughs> later they're like ah it's you know an old chair <laughs> yeah it's one chaise lounge and an empty plastic bin of plastic plates that that show makes me so mad though like storage wars specifically because whenever they're unloading the like the the, the compartments the person that's like has purchased the thing is giving like estimated prices for what they can sell the stuff at. And so yeah. when they leave, they're like, they have an estimated like $8,000 out of this. It's like, yeah, but you just said someone's going to buy that like box of old rocks for $50. Nobody's actually <laughs> going to buy that. And so it's like, you're probably going to make a hundred dollars off of this actual. Well, and like, yeah, that's too. Like, I mean, yeah, like you might, you, maybe you, you're able to get, you know, whatever you say, but it's like, 
that shit doesn't sell instantly. It's like it could take you yeah. weeks or months to unload all that shit. So it's not like ah, you left here with eight thousand dollars. Years for that ro- yeah. box of rocks. It's not probably. like you made eight thousand yeah. dollars that day. It's like oh, I'm projected that I'll make eight thousand dollars over the next few months. <laughs> yeah, it's right. yeah, and so it's like I, I think that's like a pretty a key point in like lots of reality TV shows. Is like there's always some kind of or a lot of time there's some kind of money component that's. Uh, with it, you know, like that's part of like the competition. A lot of times, like money or uh, just some kind of like that's like the conflict built into a lot of them. So like, like we said with Storage Wars or like with Deadliest Catch or with like Wicked Tuna, they're always like trying to one up each other and like how much money they've yeah. made in like that particular amount of time. And so, yeah, I just like and like I feel like a lot of those money conflicts are, as I said before, like built into the show. And they wouldn't necessarily actually be doing that in real life. Like they wouldn't care how much somebody else is making yeah. compared to them, and like because it's their job. Like why would they care about what other companies or other people? Yeah, are unless doing? you're like you know working with someone and like the wage disparity is huge and it's like not your fault. Like you probably shouldn't be yeah. pissed about what somebody else is making. Um, in a sense, like if they're yeah. doing this exact same job as you, it's like. I'm not going to, like, you know, if if you were working in the same place I was, I wouldn't be like, ah, this guy makes $2 more than me, but he's actually shit. Like We have already covered that there are a ton of different kinds of reality TV shows, so it can be a little difficult to, like, pin them into one category. I feel like there are a lot of different kinds of people who will watch reality TV, but it's not at all similar what they're watching. Like, you might have Karen down the street watching Real Housewives, and then you got Jeff out on the farm watching Deadliest Catch. So it's kind of across the board, um, which I feel like is how reality TV gets the viewership that it does. Because that's one of those things where there's a little a little bit for everybody, depending on what you're Or a whole in. lot for nobody. <laughs> or a whole lot for nobody. Just, just so many hours upon hours upon days worth of content and nobody yeah. wants to watch it. <laughs> um, so the same poll that I was talking about earlier with the keeping up with the Kardashians thing, um, they sent or they gave everyone who responded to the poll a list of genres of television, of TV shows, and had them say whether they perceived it favorably, unfavorably, or if they didn't have an opinion. Um, and then based on those results, ranked the different genres of television, where do you guys think reality TV fell? Oh, uh, uh, like ranked in what? Like what? Like on a scale of like one to 10 or just like on? So it's on a scale of favorability to not favorability. Right? And then they ranked them based on the amount of resp- of people who responded who said they found the genre favorable. I'm assuming, uh, hmm. I would say that people find them very unfavorable, like on paper, but watch them more than they would say they would. Like, uh, care to admit. Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree that, with that. Or <laughs> I I mean, if if somebody, if I'm thinking about it as a business, if, if the business of reality TV is doing so well that all of these shows keep getting made, I have to imagine it's pretty high up there for favorability and higher up there for the other uh, factor that you said. Yeah, so reality TV was actually the lowest ranked genre Bam. of television. I win. It was the only genre... That was net unfavorable. Hell yeah. Then why do we keep doing yeah, this shit? Like, I don't understand. Like, every time I see that, I'm like, there's more shows. And, like, it's like, how, how do you... Yeah. I don't know. I don't see how someone could think, watch them, honestly. Like, no offense if reality TV is your thing, but I think it kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like what I was saying, though. It's like, I think 
people are like, ooh, I hate this. But then it's like when they go and look at the like raw numbers of minutes spent watching these shows, they're like, well, the Kardashians is like topping this uh, like dime slot. So even if people say they hate it, we're still making the revenue from it. So like, yeah, the, yeah. the commercials so, don't care if you hate the show, you're watching it. <laughs> so Megan and I watch probably an unreasonable amount of reality television. <laughs> What's your go-to shows or show? Right now, it's Big Brother. That shit slaps. Yeah, I love I'm going to talk Brother. about that later. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> so the reason that I like to watch reality TV, and this is a phrase that I use. I don't know if I've used it around you all, but it's brain off television for me. <laughs> yeah. So I can just sit there and do nothing and not think about anything because, right, all day at work, all that I do is think about problems and how to solve problems and think about writing and write. And it's just sure. a lot on the brain. So I can come home just saying science and si- science, 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 science all day. Yes, saying that exactly. word <laughs> yep. running loop in I your see, head all day. I I'm see sure how many times exhausting. I can say that word in my head. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So it's nice to be able to just like come home, fucking make dinner and watch some brain off television for a little bit and not have to worry about thinking about things or, you know, like if you're watching a crime thriller kind of series, right, you have to sort of keep up with what's going on and remember who characters are. With reality TV, you know that they are all stereotypical personalities. You can just put them into a lump category, say that's that kind of person, don't really have to think about it anymore, and just be content to watch whatever chaos ensues for the next half hour, you know? I think you also like yeah. to watch reality TV with me instead of other shows, because if we're watching, you know, like a, a crime thriller kind of show, because that's the other kind of show that I like to watch, I do not want distractions because I'm focused. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, don't talk. I got to hear what's happening. I'm going to think about it. I want to know. And I just get very invested and I'm no fun to be around. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so to some extent, it's like almost just a background noise type thing for us. Or for me, anyway. I don't want to speak for Megan. I hate noise of people yelling. So comforting. Yeah. We all know. We all know that that's what I'm used to around me. <laughs> just people yelling all the time. Just lots of screaming. <laughs> just lots of screaming. I, for me, reality TV, I, my mom watched a fair amount of Housewives growing up. She thought they were very ridiculous. And I think the housewives just kind of make you feel better about yourself as a person because you know you're not as fucking crazy as those people. But they also have so um, much money. And then, yeah, that too. That my mom would love to sit and just watch like the elegance that these people throw around, like it's nothing. And that's what—that's another thing that bugs me about the housewives. But uh, the f- reality TV show I find the funniest is uh, 90 Day Fiance. Oh yeah. <laughs> that stuff is ridiculous. I I think I've watched maybe one full season. Like I I wa- I used to watch it with my old roommates and we would just I would sit there and be like, I can't believe these people are moving across the world for someone they've never met before, they're uprooting their whole lives. One, at least three of them a complete scam. Like this was not a real person. Absolute catfishing. And I I have to just marvel at the fact that these people be- believe in this like shot at love so hard that they will financially run themselves and their entire family into the ground for some Nigerian prince who may or may not exist. <laughs> and that I mean that's my favorite one to just pop on because also almost that show has almost no 
like plot twists, you pretty much expect them to all if to, to go terribly for everyone. Yeah, it's it's like a crumbling so you don't really thing. Ha- yeah, you don't really have to pay attention, and you don't really have to um, get super invested because these people are only around for one season before their lives inevitably fall apart. Yeah, uh, there was one woman who made it through a couple of seasons, and her boyfriend it actually was from Nigeria uh, and he was real and they would go see each other <laughs> and he was real uh, multiple times a year he was real um, but they couldn't get married because oh he failed the like citizenship interview or something uh, to come to the US and she was like why did you fail it and he's like I don't know and so she went to investigate why he failed it and they straight up would not tell her the U.S. Embassy would give her no information as to why he failed his interview, and they would not let him come to the U.S. So I'm like, if that's the case, then, like, homie, you should probably get out of that relationship altogether. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on there, but, like, they got married in Nigeria, so I, they should be able to just go back to the U.S. But after one interview with <laughs> with our embassy, the U.S. was like, we're not doing this. And, and mm. they never gave, gave a reason why, so... 90 Day Fiance is a trip and a half. Would recommend it as uh, no brain TV. That's, yeah. I think that's my problem with it. It's like, I don't I don't feel like I ever get to that point where I'm like, uh, I just need something that is so mind-numbingly stupid that, like, you know, I can just sit here and become a potato for the next, like, you know, 30 minutes or whatever. Like, I like... God, the world hasn't broken you yet, Chase. You do <laughs> it angers me how much and I refuse you know, to let it. life you have left in you. <laughs> yeah, we're all just empty carcasses of human people, and you're just out here trying to thrive, and it's it's making me mad. Not that's, well, I think that's like I don't know. That's like part of the thing about reality TV is it like makes me mad in a sense. Like, oh, it, yeah, I totally like agree. not just like I'm like ah, this is really stupid, but it's like obviously it's popular enough that you know. It's still going. There's a fuck ton of reality TV shows, but it's like the fact that like people look up to people like this, um, or like be like, "Oh, I want my life to be like that." It's like I I just can't fathom it. <laughs> it's like yeah. you want your life to be so like fake and scripted and full of drama that like you know you never actually get to enjoy it. Like, uh, it's too much. <laughs> Yeah, I just – I don't think there's any amount of money that someone could give me. I mean, this probably is, but, you know, right now – Yeah, I was going to say, take it back the, right the, now. There is a certain uh, amount of money. Um, I know what mine is and you yeah, know what yours is. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> Whatever. Actually, probably not it's that much. It's a lot, much. but it's money. <laughs> yeah, but um, I just can't – I don't – I think I'd be liking the money up until the point where you just – I just – I think there would become a point where I just could not handle people just following me around all the time. Like, I mean, I, I know there are, like, large chunks of the day when they're not being followed by cameras or whatever, but it's just the fact that, like, you're being followed and then someone's talking to you off camera about what you're going to do next, and then then you're, like, having to yell at someone in public, and then it's just, like, I think it would be so draining to just, like, Well, it's also, they, that they life. film in seasons, so it's not, like, year-long. Yeah. It's a season, so it'll be two or three months out of a year that they maybe have a crew with them. Right, and I don't even know if it's that much, right? They might yeah. just be there for like a month and just get all of the shooting done right then. Well, like if, they if might that's just the case, it. then, you know, maybe it is livable. But still, even though, like, what are you going to do for the other 11 months of the year? Just sit around your house and... I mean, capitalize. There. So, like, I think a great example of this might be Pawn Stars, where they started out as, like, this pawn shop in Las Vegas, but 
my grandparents actually went to the Pawn Stars pawn shop when they went out to Vegas a couple years ago, and they said that now if you go into the store, it's like the two counters of pawn shop that you see on TV and probably a couple thousand square feet of Pawn Stars related merch. Ugh, yep. that sounds so terrible. Right. So, like, who they, wants like, a shirt with this just like fifty year old bald man on it? Like, just walking around. <laughs> yeah, they like have to capitalize on their image at some point over actually what they started out being famous for. Yeah, and you get that a lot with shows that's that are like Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Like, people just they just capitalize off of the fan base that they've created. And that comes back to like what Chase was saying with people idolizing these reality TV show stars. I mean, take fucking Kylie Jenner. Yeah, for sure. Like tweeted out to her fans and was like, Hey, I want to be a billionaire. Like help me become a billionaire. And they just sent her a bunch of money to help her become a billionaire. That's the most angering thing. Like there are people who actually need money. And then there's someone who says, I have $999 million. Get me more money so I can make it on this list. And your people are like, sure, that sounds cool with me. It's like, no, don't. Why would you even do this? Like, what kind of brainwashed ideology do you have? I feel like it, you're giving someone who already has all the money more money. I feel like it has something to do with that completely fucked idea that, like, um, a lot of, like, I mean, to be fair, like, poorer people have that, um, you know, Oh, well, I'm going to be rich someday, so they'll help me out when I get there. <laughs> it's like, no, it's not. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not saying you can't be rich. I'm not saying that's, you know, not a possibility. But that that idea is so fucking flawed. It's like, you just dig in the hole deeper. <laughs> I think another type of, like, reality TV, if it's okay that I jump topics a little bit. I think my least favorite, um, whenever I think of, like, whenever someone says, like, reality TV, I think my least favorite type is definitely like the Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise. Oh theme. fuck that I shit! Hate, I, that I hate it. I hate it. Oh boy, so, I'm glad you brought this so up. Much. I've been dying to I just, talk about it. I just I can't fucking understand. hate the Bachelor. I just don't I've understand. I've never watched it because it just, just doesn't seem appealing. I just don't understand how these people who are like th- what is it, like 30 people that start out with it. It's like what kind of person do you really think? You're going to find love when you're competing with 29 other guys or girls for this one person. Like, you don't think that Why that's going to be flawed? Why would you want that one person if they signed up to do this? Yeah, and also, and also at the end of the week, they're like, I don't know. I almost cut you, Rob. But you know what? We had that nice crackers and cheese moment out back by the pool. So <laughs> you're staying another week. And it's like, does that sound like someone who's going to be the love of your life? This person that was like... You were 50-50 for me, but you know what? I think Jeremy's going to go this week. Like, it's dumb. For me, it's the, like, the Bachelorette, this past Bachelorette season uh, with, uh, what was her name? Hannah or whatever. Um, Yeah, I think it was Hannah. My sister was all up in that season, and it was the Bachelor this and the Bachelorette, or Bachelorette this and that. And I was like, Hannah, you can't sit here. My sister's name is also Hannah. Um, (laughs) You can't sit here. And watch this stuff and, and just think, oh, this is what real life is like. Because it's hella not. 
And she was just like, I realize that, Emma. It doesn't mean I can't enjoy it. I was like, I don't think if you, you do, homie, because it's like <laughs> you don't get to just jet off to Scotland and then fall in love with someone on the edge of a cliff. Because realistically, you were brought there to that cliff by six other men with cameras and someone who said action. And then you started talking to the boy you're supposed to be on a date with. How the hell is that going to be comfortable for anybody? And I just, it, it really grinds my gears because it's just like they're, how do they expect these people to not fight when you shove them all in a house? Especially bachelorette seasons, right? You've got 20 dudes in a house and there is one woman there. One. One singular woman. That's a lot like, of testosterone. Th- what? That's so much testosterone. This feels like a bad idea. And... It, I don't think we should do it. As a society, I say cancel the Bachelorette. Hashtag cancel the Bachelorette. Do it. Get it's that funny that in. you guys bring up the Bachelorette. Um, because when I was you know, just looking through stats for reality shows and whatnot, I found someone who did this really cool like infographic about it. And they broke up the United States... And they did the most popular reality TV show by state, and then used that to do it, you know, by region of the U.S. And the Midwest's most popular TV show is The Bachelorette. Hmm. Well, and it's it was a pipe dream for anybody who lives in a cornfield. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's whenever it, was, it probably peaked whenever that guy that was like the farm boy or whatever was on there and was just like creaming their jeans over this like guy oh who would, was just wearing jeans and a flannel and he was like oh yeah i live on a farm it's like he's I don't so think regular you, yeah it's like i don't think you actually are a farm guy because you wouldn't be on this show if you had like an actual farm job yeah because you can't leave the farm for months to go on a reality yeah. tv it's, show it's someone's gotta farm. harvest the corn yeah, goodbye mom and pa i'm gonna go He's date just... 30 women see you in a few months <laughs> Yeah, so broken up by state, The Bachelorette was the third most popular in the U.S. Wait, I want everybody to guess number... I'm looking at Megan's document because we share a computer. I want everybody else to guess what number one is because it blew my fucking mind. Number and one. I will say number one was also the most popular reality TV show for Virginia. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. It blew my mind. I would have never thought of it. Well, I don't know what to guess. Is it below deck med- Mediterranean? Dude, I, I love that show, honestly. I can't lie about that I one. Do, I do like <laughs> it. I, I, I do, I must say, I really enjoy below deck I think med. it's because they're not American that it's like, it's a little softer. Like if it's just, I love yeah. foreign reality TV. Yeah, like, I, it's, I think it's just because, yeah. And it's also, I think some of the uh, conflict is valid. I mean, obviously, yes. again, I subscribe that lots of it's fake, but I think some of it's actually real. But yeah, I have no idea. All right, what's, the, yeah. what's number one? Yeah. It is Shark Tank. Shark Tank? Uh, yep. Oh my god, I, that, I would never have guessed that. That's insane. <laughs> okay. Is that show it. still on? I believe it is. That's crazy. Haven't we run out of things to invent? Yeah. <laughs> What aren't the aren't, aren't we out of ideas? Haven't we reached the pinnacle of Isn't humanity? This peak humanity? Obviously not. Yeah, we still yeah. have reality TV. Yep. So when you break it up by region, uh, the Northeast had Shark Tank as the most popular show, 
Uh, Any guesses for what the South's favorite show was? God, is it fucking Duck Dynasty? No. That was going to be my guess, too. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Um, Oh, is it um, Chrisley Knows Best or something? Is it what? Chrisley Knows Best. It's like a Southern family. Oh, no. I've never heard of it, but that is not it. I don't know half of these. They're kind of funny. This one I had only heard of recently, and it's because Nathan's mom and sister have been watching it together. What is it? It's Married at First Sight. Oh. oh that sounds no. like an Alabama thing. They just, they yeah. just skipped oh, the whole 90-day part. Hey, look, it's my fiance. cousin. Guess we yeah, still gotta get married. They literally meet at their wedding. That's awful. I would feel bad. <laughs> like, what kind of parent I just would got like? physically ill thinking about that. I would Isn't just feel that a bad horrible if I was idea? in that situation. Oh, yeah. That a lot of the parents, see, it seems, are not happy about it. Uh, yeah, it oh, seems, I wonder seems why. so. I wonder, yeah. I don't think anybody in that arrangement is happy about it. Like, there's no way that anyone yeah. can be. I mean, what if you're the, the lonely dude who happens to be the groom in that wedding, like... <laughs> yeah. Chase is over here like, you know... No, absolutely not. I think that's awful. Now, if things are still uh, going at the pace I'd rather be now. fucking alone than, like, you know, just meet somebody who might be shitty. Oh, and uh, I know this is kind of off topic, but I went and looked up, like, for Bachelor and Bachelorette stats... And only 17% of all Bachelor and Bachelorette couples that have ever been have stayed together. Wow. 17. Those are not good odds. Not good How odds. How many seasons have there been? I don't know. Let's look that up, too. But, yeah, then I'll do some. Let me see. Do the math. Yeah. Quick math. My but, yeah, you guys, you guys move TV on while I do some, some stats for you. Have you all seen the Try Guys do the Barkschler? Yes. YouTube? Yes, I have. <laughs> It's where one of the guys gets a bunch of people to send him um, pictures of their dogs. And so he does The Bachelor, but with dogs. So he picks out who he thinks the cutest dog is over a, <laughs> a very intense internet competition that is two YouTube videos. <laughs> he calls it The Barkschler. And that was riveting. That kept me on the edge of my seat more so than The Bachelor or Bachelorette ever has. I've, I've, okay, I looked it up and... There have been 24 seasons of The Bachelor and 15 seasons of The Bachelorette. So that's 39. And if you do the math on that, that's roughly like seven couples have stayed together. Rip. Yeah. So seven out of 39. Not good odds. That's awful. Bad odds. For all you people out there who want to see it in math, those are the numbers. Don't go on those shows. (laughs) You will end up unhappy. I feel like the people who would go on those shows anyway probably don't have a great grasp on statistics. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like the meme, like, that can't stop me because I don't know how to read. Right? Watch the the Bachelor, like, production team listen to this episode. Thank you for listening, Bachelor team. Um, (laughs) And then they decide, you know what? Fuck them. We're going to get a statistician on the fucking next season. Real math guy. Real big math guy. He's just (laughs) going to talk about stats in every single episode. And you know what? By the end of it, not a single woman is going to want to be with him. But that doesn't (laughs) matter. We have proved a mathematical point. Yeah, he's going to get out of the limo (laughs) and just be like, Statistically, we are 57% compatible, which is more than oh half. And then she's going to be like, Eyebrows, please. eyebrows. <laughs> she's going like, please get back in the limo and leave. I'm sorry. He, t- he takes him to like a math museum as a date. And he's like, look at all these numbers. You know, the EMs equals the square. And he's <laughs> like, yeah. Um, I thought we were yeah. going to go to a castle. And he's like, this is a castle. A castle of knowledge. Yes. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, the famous uh, equation EM equals square. <laughs> 
Yes, exactly. Yeah, I want to. I want to hear more of Emma pretending to be a statistician. This is this is very good. Oh no, yeah. that's for. And you know that episode. you know that em equals squared is definitely a formula for statistics. Here, Emma, I'll get you out of this with something that will make you happy. Thank you. Um, so the most popular reality TV show in DC is Queer Eye. Oh, Fuck so yeah. I, I assume I'm at least 50% of that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that would that would give you a, a good yeah. smile. Oh, God. Queer Eye is one of those shows that actively does good things for the world. Sorry. Clark put um, the, <laughs> the Einstein's theory of relativity in Things Emma Forgets, the text channel where they write down everything I have gotten wrong or forgotten. <laughs> oh, great. Um, Queer Eye. <laughs> does bring a lot of goodness into the world and they help people and they are breaking barriers and destroying stereotypes and making me cry in every single episode. God, I love those five people. God. Yeah, I think that's one reality show that I you can't get mad at. You I, can't be mad at it because they're not doing anything bad. Like They're literally making people, their lives better by encouraging them to take a take care of themselves for the first time ever b get better clothes uh and you know c take a shower okay and like go to a gym maybe. let's let's do like around the table i don't know if everyone's watched it but like who is your favorite character and who you think is the most uh like or like who is like the like the most valuable person on that show and who's like the least valuable person on that show just for everybody's like I... knowledge there's uh like a home renovator uh stylist like clothing uh, hair and like skincare, food, and then mental and like mental and like uh, social health kind of guy. I mean, I there's no way you can get rid of any of them by any means because if you did, I would fight you and um, you would lose. But I think Bobby works the hardest for the longest amount of time because he literally Thanks. renovates an entire home. That's true. I, I agree with that. Like, I think he's like. The underdog for sure. Like he's in the show the least amount of time because he's actually doing like work <laughs> for most of it. Well, in this past season, they did a really good job of giving him more airtime, like screen time, I guess. Um, they like brought him along to more little side trips and Bobby connected a lot with uh, two or three of the heroes um, because of like their religious uh, backstories and stuff. Because Bobby grew up in a religious place and it didn't work out very well for him. Um, and so he connected really well this season. And I think that was after the producers realized, you know, Bobby does a lot of work and we don't show him enough. And maybe we should show him <laughs> some more because he's like consistently everyone's least favorite person on Queer Eye just because you don't see him very much. But I think they did much better. All that being said, Jonathan is my spirit animal and it, they are the, the best person I've ever like. I want. Oh, God, I never want to meet them because they are my hero, and I love them, and I don't want that to be destroyed. <laughs> I've only seen one episode, but I follow Jonathan Van Ness on social media, and they're very funny. That's all I of the them. input. Yeah, I, I don't have much to say either. I feel like I like we. There was an episode on in the background one time. I was over at Emma's house, and I can't remember a single thing. Probably. and know nothing about the show. <laughs> oh my god, Chase! Please I don't watch like it. TV. It, this is not me asking you. You don't have a TV? I said I don't like watching reality TV. Of course I have a TV. Oh. Damn. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, maybe he hasn't gotten a TV since he moved. I, I don't know. Ohio and don't, I don't like, know. have a television? 
I don't know what I, Ohio has to offer. Do they allow televisions in Ohio? Yeah, what is what is Ohio allow? I don't know. <laughs> they have the to watch all their dance TVs. moms. Look at Emma trying to give me show suggestions after throwing mine out the window. <laughs> I know. I said that. I said that. I was like, this that's feels good, insensitive. It should. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I, I, you asked, and I gave you my opinion on the last episode, and I will be editing some of my more colorful comments out. Um, <laughs> I think you should leave them in so everybody knows how mean you are. <laughs> I, I, th- I told you, as soon as I finished talking, I was like, Chase, I feel awful. I feel like a terrible person. And you were like, no, you what, have to what's give me happen is- conversations. That's the only way to have a conversation. I think, I think what you should do and is... And then I went to bed still feeling terrible. <laughs> Just edit out all the nice things everyone said, so it just looks like a perpetual roast. There you go. That also that <laughs> would also be pretty damn funny if we're being real. <laughs> it's oh our most confrontational God. episode. We'll just have two edits. <laughs> yeah, just like reality we'll have, TV. We'll have the regular episode and then we'll have the, the uh, like the controversial edit, which is you guys just beating the shit out of me verbally. <laughs> Hello, America. I'm Julie Chen. Yeah. Yeah, we have the regular episode and then the beat the shit out of Chase edit, and I just I take your track completely out. So it's literally just oh, the so four it's of like us I'm not even there, and you giving can't no even response. defend myself. <laughs> can't even defend yourself. It's just us hauling insults. Damn, I got I got canceled. <laughs> the for kicking my own him while podcast. he's down edit, if you will. Yeah, I'll do that for your birthday next Jeez. year. <laughs> All right, boys, it's time for. For what? Big Brother! Hello, America. I'm Julie Chen. Megan and I have been watching an exorbitant amount of this show for the past (laughs) month and a half. I had never seen it before this. In the past month and a half, Megan and I have watched four seasons of this show. Oh, my God. They are 40-plus episodes per season. Oh, my God. Each episode is almost an hour long. (laughs) No, no, no. That's a lot of content. Let me tell you you why this is the greatest reality show ever conceived. (laughs) So, the premise is you take 16 strangers, you put them in a house together. Around the house, there are hundreds, maybe, of cameras. And they are watching these house guests 24-7. When the show is not on, it is being live-streamed on their website. Yes. That's That's awful. Yes, they are constantly forced to wear microphones and interact with one another. In a given week, they will evict someone from the house. They will decide which one of their fellow house guests they would like to kick off of the show. They will compete to win what's called the head of household, which is the person who decides two people to put up for nomination to get kicked out of the house. They will play a power of veto competition in which the winner can decide whether or not they want to pull somebody off of the nomination block to save them from being evicted from the house. Wow. What this boils down to is a full summer of people mind fucking one another it's a big old strategy game it's one giant strategy game and big brother every season throws in a different twist so it's always new and it's never the same people (laughs) it's so fucking good sometimes it is the same people sometimes they do bring people back from previous seasons that were like america's favorite house guests and things Mm. however that does not diminish what this show is it is always new people they are always nobodies. Like, they come from nowhere. And, like, I don't care if you're from 
you know, Albemarle County, North Carolina, like good oh, old Donnie. Donnie. Or if you're from ugly fucking wherever state, like Nicole, you are there to play a game and you are there to win that fucking game. And it is so fun to watch these people lie and backstab each other all goddamn summer long. So what are you trying to win? $500,000. That's a lot of money. Okay. And second before place or after taxes? Before taxes. Probably obviously. before. So you're going yeah, so to get like two. two they give you three nickels. But you also get $1,000 a week that you live in the house. Hmm. Yeah, so once once your season has aired, you get $1,000 for every week you lived in the house, whether you won or not. And oh, okay. it's like live, right? So every Thursday, when it's on TV, every Thursday is a live episode. And so they're like actively showing these people as the conflict is happening, right? And there's hardly any intervention from producers or anything. So it's really just conflict-driven by the different sides of the house competing against each other to try to outlast... Yeah, the producers this is very only enter the flies. <laughs> oh, yeah, very much yes. The producers only intervene if it's like about to be a physical fight in the house, or if okay. there's like some personal tragedy outside the house. Yeah, then the producers will intervene. We watched a season where two house guests had family members die while they were in the yeah. house. But on oh. the season we're watching right now, somebody found out that their wife is pregnant. So you know it balances. Oh, wait. Wait, wait. She got pregnant no, before. She got. Yeah, pre- they were trying she, before. Okay. Yeah, they, I did an interview with her. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So when you when you become head of household, one of the perks is you get a basket of like some of your favorite things and a letter from your family. Right, because uh, the other piece of this is they have no communication with the outside world. No phones. All. No computers. You can't bring books except for like religious texts. Like. It's they're very strict about what you can bring in the house. You can't bring in a journal or a pen or anything like that really? to like write stuff down. That's insane. So you just have to talk to the people. You just yeah. have to. Yeah, you. It's forced uh, social seems, interaction. Yeah, this seems like some kind of like f- terrible experiment to like just watch it's the wild. Like, yeah, like the the degradation of they, human. Do they do they give them like board games or anything? They have, they have chess, chess and pool and what a the pool. Fuck? Yeah, they also have a pool. Dude, I'd be swimming laps constantly. Just <laughs> that's all you gotta do. Clark's like, I'll just show uh, off just, my yeah, body. That's how like... I win. That's what a lot of the guys <laughs> Chase, do. Chase is just like, I'll just lay here inside the pool with my skinny boy abs, and someone can come eat cheese off me if they. Oh, like. I don't know about that one. <laughs> we're doing today. That's there how he was... just offers it up to the house on the first five minutes he's been there. He goes, "My name's Chase." I think These the, the second season I watched, Frankie Grande was one of the house guests. Oh. Ariana Grande's brother. Damn, that's crazy. how'd he do? He came in fifth. Yeah, he caused a lot of drama. Yeah. Well, he's a grande. That's true. So, so go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I just, I think I have more questions about this because Absolutely. it's like, okay, fire they, away, they dump, fire away. They dump sixteen people into this house. Do they all have their own room? No. no. They. How many people do are in a room? At least four at the start. No, yeah, until people start <laughs> to get evicted. So there's. No. I think there are. Three or four be- I think it's actually three bedrooms with four beds apiece, and then one HOH room. Yeah, the head of household gets their own really nice room. Right. Oh, my uh, God. This so is basically sending people away to adult Christian summer camp. Yeah, at the beginning, people are sharing beds. That sounds... Uh, sharing beds? Yeah. <laughs> Not just sharing people rooms? That you'd sharing the, yep. the, the surprise oh. in your voice. No, because I was just like, oh, it's just like... <laughs> 
four bunk beds or like oh no 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 no. these are like full-size mattresses oh no the house not even a queen it might be a queen queen? it might be a queen (laughs) certainly no king the hoh the hoh do have a king bed though i hate their own bathroom with a nice shower and i hate that so much so the house is hella nice though yeah. I just can't. The house is so, nice, and I though. can understand. Except for the psychological like, trauma I've endured, the house is <laughs> <Right>. nice. <laughs> so they shove sixteen people in this house. Most of them sleep together, except the one bitch who gets the house at a household room. And then they just what? Get up, make food, and just talk to yeah. each other all day. Yeah, it's all like so. On the on the show, they're very specific about what they show, right? They only want to show you, like, the, the game talk or, like, the strategizing that's going on. But for the mm-hmm. most part, these people are just talking like normal people. Like, they're making up, by, like, 20 days in, they're making up hypotheticals. Like, what would you do if, because, you know, you already know everything there is to know about somebody because they ran out of goddamn things to say. And see, and like right. you said, you know, they probably, they show the... The strategizing and shit more, stressing the point that once again, this is less about reality. <laughs> right, but it is right. honestly the reality that they're living in, right? Because you have to make these decisions, like sometimes in a span of hours, sometimes in a span of days, and sometimes in a span of minutes. They have this thing called a double eviction where after somebody gets evicted live on air, they will do the HOH and power of veto competitions and another eviction all within like. 45 minutes so you're really seeing the real time like strategizing that's going on wow yeah and just this the producers can't really intervene a ton in the house because it is constantly live streamed Mm -hmm. 24 hours a day seven days a week so even like when they're in the bathroom so the bathroom does have a door there's a camera in the bathroom but they never show it unless it's like an emergency or, or someone's like, chit-chatting or fighting in there. Right, 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 right. Yeah, like one girl these people passed out hooking up with once. each other. I hate this so Sometimes. much. Sometimes. Sometimes. So do they have, do they, like, if these people decide to have uh, consensual intercourse, is that going to be on the live stream? That will absolutely be on the live stream. <laughs> oh, my God. That's not good. I can't. I can't. I okay. At first, when we started talking about Big Brother, and you explained the concept, I, and you were like, "It's all about strategy." I it was like, is. "Oh, I could do it this. Is. I oh, could it's... crush it. I could I... get through this house." And mm-hmm. then the more as I, I would be physically so uncomfortable with the fact of sharing a bed with another person, even <laughs> with for like a few weeks, what have you, I I, I refuse. Absolutely not. Hmm. They're not even going to let me have a book. No. Nope. <laughs> no. That's so funny. Nope. No, thank you. It's a lot of sunbathing, a lot of working out, and a lot of. Oh pool. my gosh. And like that one guy who just ate a lot of cereal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's I me. That's that, exactly I what I would mind. do. That's that's yep. exactly. I would just cope with eating cereal. They they do often turn to pulling pranks on each other to keep it entertaining. Those are always nice. fun to watch. Yeah, they like to hide <laughs> in the, the trash cans. Give them supplies. No. no, no, no. They just use the stuff that they're given around the house. <laughs> yeah. The producer's like, like, use this. Have y'all seen, have y'all seen New Girl? <laughs> yes, yeah. I love that show. Yeah, yeah. TV show? Where they got that one character, Winston, who's like the oh, worst yeah. prankster I think he's ever. Like yeah, he's like, he's like, pops out from a corner and he's like, I'm gonna hit your ass with a ski. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he hits 
gets like Schmidt in the, in the ass with the ski. And if I were on Big Brother, that's what I would want to do is I just find different shit to like pop out from a corner and be like, I'm going to hit your ass with this spatula. Or <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what happens. Hit somebody with a cast iron. <laughs> One time the producers in the season were watching one of the girls went into the like storage area, essentially a massive pantry, and she got in the trash can that was empty. But she got in the trash can and like closed the lid and was just waiting for someone to come in to scare them. But no one was coming in. So like over the intercom in the house, the producers were like, Jason, please go to the storage room. (laughs) (laughs) And then she scared the absolute shit out of him. And he just looked at the camera and he was like, really? Y'all are going to do that to me? Well, the the producers were like, she's been in there for a while. And the footage footage is less expensive than trying to revive her when she literally suffocates inside the trash can. That's the the kind of interference you get from the producers on Big Brother. That or when people start fighting and they come over the intercom and they're like, opposite sides of the house, now! That oh my god! So it, they the producers scream at them through an intercom system, yeah, like fucking like smart house style. Yeah, I mean, oh my yeah. god, absolutely so, not. So I think I think my favorite part of this show is the diary room. It's the only place. It's the only place in the house that you have absolutely assured solitary sort of time. And it's a place, it's like they're vlogging their experience, essentially. They so go into the like diary the room, head, right? the producers will ask them some questions, you know, like, how are you feeling? Like, what's yeah. going on in the house? What's your strategy right now? And nine times out of ten, these people burst into tears because they cannot handle it. <laughs> <laughs> and Nathan's kink is watching people cry, so he I, gets really, really into it. I thoroughly enjoy watching them just deteriorate as people in the diary room and then walk out like nothing ever happened <laughs> is it cathartic for you bud <laughs> it's so, I, there's just something about it so for some context i think what emma's getting at here when i was a freshman in undergrad i had a room to myself oh my it was God. a double room <laughs> It was a double room, but I still got overwhelmed at times, and it wasn't enough for me to just, like, have my room to myself, because truly, by the end of the year, it was just the second living room for the people who lived on my floor. So I created I created what I called the office, um, which was just, it was just a closet, and it wasn't, it wasn't like a four foot by four foot closet, like, it wasn't really anything. It so was smaller I, than Harry Potter's room under the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> so I would I would go lock myself in that closet, and I would hear people <laughs> knock on my door, and I would yell at them through the closet door, through the room door. I'm in my office. I can take a message. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't tell you the number of times that I would need to find Nathan for something and, like, would knock on his door, and a couple times he would tell me he was in his office, or I'd hear him yell, come in, or, like, who is it? And I would tell him, and then he'd tell me to come in, and I'd just look around and be like, where the, where the fuck is he? <laughs> and then I would just open, open his closet door to see him just, like, huddled in the floor of his closet. That's, oh, that's so And I was like, I received, you good, buddy? I received many a phone call from the office. <laughs> It, I would always be like, hey, bud, what you doing? I'm in my office. And I'm like, oh, oh, it's one of those days. So, yeah, you know what? It fucking is cathartic. Thank <laughs> you. Well, you know. Oh, oh, well, on that note, 
thank you guys for letting me talk to you about reality TV. Yeah, sorry that all we did was shit on Especially about them. Big Brother. <laughs> yeah, this is kind of turning into one of us talks about something we like and the rest of us completely shit on and destroy Wait. them. Cool, <laughs> that means next week we're talking about podcast. chemistry. I'm going to learn you guys something. Oh, no. I'm not going to understand any of it. No, we're not really doing chemistry. I can't I can't handle that with you yeah, all. you're probably right. Yeah. I'm sorry. I love I you. I love that. you all so much. Don't want to. I don't want to take that journey. You talking to us about chemistry is truly mutually assured destruction. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we'll figure something out though for next week. Don't you worry, <laughs> listeners. This has been Tip of the Iceberg. We are so thankful for you all listening. We hit 250 downloads this week. That's ooh, incredible. Ooh. We certainly never expected it to get. Even this big. No. I know it's not huge yet, but we really didn't expect anybody to listen. So thank you all so much for tuning in, sharing this experience with us. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at ToadyPod. That is T-O-T-I-P-O-D on Twitter. Uh, you can also email us if you have show suggestions or questions or want to see some cute pics uh, at tipoftheiceberg.pod at gmail.com. And of course... We ask that you share this with your friends. Uh, that means a lot to us. It helps us get our listener numbers up. Obviously, we don't run ads or anything, so it's not like we're doing it for money. It's just for our own egos. Yeah. <laughs> so. You're right. With each person so, listening, I grow in power. Yep, just keep stroking it, folks, because yep. uh, we, we eventually would love to have ads. Um. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But for now, thank you all for listening. We'll see you next Sponsor week. Us. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Find your own office. Yeah, you find an office. Find it. Maximum podcast efficiency. Mac. Okay, that's that was what I'm those... here for. Clean. <laughs> Okay, I'm ready when everyone else is. Yeah, I'm good to go. Ready. Alright, I have to remember our whole intro. Because I don't want to. Hi, and welcome to Tip of the Iceberg. Podcast for five friends. Discuss the oddities of life, social norms, and society. I'm this week's host, Megan. Join by. Yep. Can we say our names like normal people? Every time I edit the podcast and I listen to us say our names, it's not like we sound like newscasters. We're just like, I'm Jace and I'm Clark. Can we talk about news? Can one of our fucking things be about news? And can we all give ourselves like fun news names? Oh my god! Oh god! Yes. I I have to think about that. Fun news names. Yeah, Fun like for example, episode. if I were a weather person, I could be. I could say, "Hello, welcome to Tip of the Iceberg. I am Nathan Store." Alright, <laughs> 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 hold on. There's a there's a college. I mean, you can. I don't know if you can watch it. I I can maybe see if I can like drop links to it, but um. There's a college humor, like, whole thing called Breaking News, where, like, it's just, like, them doing, like, a skit, pretty much, where, uh, 
they have these people that are doing like a fake oh, newscast. Wait, wait. It's a daddy wait. cumulonimbus. No, it did not say daddy cumulonimbus. Oh. It said daddy cumulonimbus. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna copy. I'm just gonna copy this message. Uh, copy message link, and I'm just gonna throw it in things Emma forgets and paste. And then I'll just hit enter. I can't forget how to spell something if I never knew how to do it in the first place. Just sound it out. Cumulonimbus. I did. That was me sounding it out. Cumulonimbus. 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 You guys got the joke. That's all that fucking matters. Dude, I'm your political correspondent, Chase Senate. <laughs> I mean, it's just easy oh, pickings, god. right? <laughs> oh god! If you would clap, if you would clots. Why does that sound like a British yeah. insult? <laughs> if you would clots, almost. That, that's oh, Clark's right. uh, like UK rapper name. Yeah. Piffy Whitclaw. Hell yeah. Piffy Whitclaw. He's actually it. known as Piff Daddy over there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he is. Also, the fact that Chase's um, naked body is still in the chat. And the WAP picture. Yeah. yeah. It's something. I've got to schedule a tweet for tomorrow, so if we're going to yeah, change it, we've got to do it that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I gotta, I'll, I'll do that once I finish the He's uh, anime one. He's going to forget, and then me... I'm going to get fired. Yeah, I'm just going to post it. In. <laughs> Uh, I'm just gonna Don't say, worry, if Clark forgets, I'll just put some obnoxious black bars over it. I'm just going to write censored <laughs> Chase's body in my notes. There you go. We're You're not censoring trying to the censor picture. your body and, and, the, and what you do. No, we're censoring your <laughs> body. No, this yeah. cannot be censored. Chase, we're taking your nipples. No! <laughs> we're leaving your dick, but we're taking I, like, your nipples. replace That's them terrible. with some fun shape or something? Only pepperonis. No, no, no. Oh, disgusting. I, I think... I'm thinking, like, squares. <laughs> I was thinking some perfectly chilled Hershey oh, Kisses. Oh, yeah. So everywhere I walk, I'm just, like, got, like, an inch or so sticking out. Ding dong. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Hello. <laughs> That's a tight shirt you're wearing. No, it's I think, not. I think that was my best hello of all time. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> that and we have the... it recorded. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Maybe that's how we start the podcast from now on. It's Jason goes, hello! <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. Okay. Are we ready for I'm, this? I'm good to yeah. go.